The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audience. Viewer discretion advised. Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Llama Show. I'm the Big Llama. This is the Be Kind Rewind podcast where we review movies and talk about our love of movies. And today, today's offering, the movie that we're going to talk about is considered one of the greatest films that's ever been made. The 1972 classic, The Godfather, uh, starring Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, James Caan. The list goes on and on. Uh, so I got some special guests with me for today's podcast. And we're going to welcome uh, the Birdman himself. Jay Birdie is in the building and our producer from The Big Llama Show, Big Poppy Angie, both big fans of The Godfather. Welcome to the Be Kind Rewind podcast, boys. Yo, thank thanks you, for thank having you. me. No, man, no. The, the yeah. pleasure is mine. I, I know, Bertie, you are a huge fan of this movie. Uh, much like our Goodfellas review, you know about this movie inside and out. And, um, you know, I mean, you just have a love for this movie. Oh, absolutely. You know, like you said earlier, it's the greatest movie of all time. You know? I mean, prior to starting the podcast, before we started recording, you know, we we said, look, I think you had said it. There's it's hard to critique a perfect movie like this. And I, yeah. I have to agree. I don't think I don't think there's anything in this movie that I'm going to be like, mm, well, that was mid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing from the gorilla filming to shootouts to everything in between. You know, it's just the greatest movie. Perfect. 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 Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, it. It's, you know, and what we're going to do is it, it, just so the we lay the ground rules out for the Big Country Wide podcast. Uh, first and foremost, this is an adult podcast. So we are toasting and drinking and enjoying our favorite beverages or smoking or doing whatever you feel you need to do when you are enjoying uh, the discussion of The Godfather. Again, this is friends getting together and talking about movies that we love. And this is an adult podcast. So put those fucking kids to bed. It's time to get started on the Be Kind Rewind podcast. <laughs> I know you were waiting for that one, bro. I was, yeah. yeah. Put the fucking heads <laughs> in the pillows. All that other good shit. Fucking says in Sesame Shut Street. It's the fucking Carleone family. Hashtag GOGs. <laughs> so I wanted to show you guys this. And, and this is not like a show-off thing, but like I, I just... My love for this movie... Well, first and foremost, I have this book. Uh, let, me, let me go to... Uh, Big screen, if you would, uh, Big Poppy Angie, can you help me there? Just a um, screen, like that. Yeah, so I have the book of a, uh, of movies, the essential one thousand films to see, and in this book, which has tons and tons of information, The Godfather has its own fucking section. Like it, it's got its own section. Like the other movies aren't aren't featured. This one has its own, and because I am, uh, I love the movie so much. I have the four K. UHD uh, that was just released out in March. I, I have them all, but you know what? I'm an idiot. I'm a fucking idiot because I have. I think I've owned this movie in every format, but I've given it away every time. Like at, once I upgrade, I, I give them away, <laughs> which which is a fucking dumb move on my part. But <laughs> there's an HBO edit to this movie that I have not seen, but it's in chronological order. 
Oh, the and six, whatever long one. Yeah, hour one. it's in chronological order, which is like, I would love to view it in that way, but I can't find that version of it anywhere. So, so I, I, I'm going to make you jealous. I have seen it. Oh. on. In, I have seen it in its restored. Uh, like, I think this was when they, uh, just before they released the Blu-rays, they restored the film and they released, I think it's called The Godfather Saga. Yep. It was on HBO at the time, the HBO app, and it it will change it will change your fucking life. Like th- that, there is so many deleted scenes and cuts of this movie and part two that it it's a whole different experience. Like you just just I mean I I can't believe I got to see it. Um, I was shocked that it was available. It took me. A day and a half to watch it because you know I couldn't sit for six hours. Oh, yeah, I think it's six plus hours, um, you know, with extra scenes from each movie. But the chronological order just gives it a whole different feel for sure. Um, yeah, that's that's so crazy. yeah, man, that's that's a bucket list item, man. Yeah, whoever had that idea but, deserves all the flowers. Oh, 100 percent for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, it, it like I said, it, it was something. It was classic, man. It was great. And, and one of the things we'll talk about is, is um, you know, again, guys, if you haven't fucking seen this movie, I don't know why you're listening to the podcast. Like, like you, <laughs> this is a movie that's required viewing. So uh, I, I it, it, we're going to spoil the shit out of the movie. So yeah, I mean, I it's 50 years old. Yeah. The Statue of Limitations have run out on this fucking movie. This is one um, of the few movies that came out before Llama's birth. <laughs> <laughs> One of the few, yes. Shortly before, though. Shortly before. Shortly before. <laughs> um, but there, yeah. there's okay. So just we're gonna get we're gonna when we're gonna get started. We're gonna we're gonna listen and watch the because um, this is a podcast. Obviously, uh, you're gonna hear the 50th anniversary trailer. We're gonna watch that one just to sort of get the juices flowing. But I do want to mention that in that in that uh, Godfather saga with the extended cut, uh, the the bodyguards. The bodyguards who who betray um, Michael in in Sicily, um, they get their fucking comeuppance. Like like it shows him hunting them down, and he finds <laughs> oh, he finds cool. the, the one guy. I think it's Fabrizio. He uh-huh. finds him at a working at a pizza joint in New York, and he has him executed. Now you don't oh. you don't see it. They don't they didn't film that piece, but they tie everything together. And I'm like, oh, that's like so satisfying that he fucking found these guys. Oh, um, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, it's 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 next level shit, man. Like like it's it's just so awesome. Um, all right, so uh, let's let's go ahead and watch the the trailer. So those of you guys listening on the podcast, you'll hear a lot of the audio. Uh, we're gonna watch this trailer and uh, we'll give our thoughts and, and initial reactions to it. So uh, let's see here. Let's get this one going. And if it's on YouTube, it's gonna be copyrighted. But who gives a fuck? Fucking music. That's so good. <laughs> Go, Marlon. Marlon Brando, right there, man. My father's no different than any other powerful man who's responsible for other people. I had this part in the picture. It puts me right back up on top again. This Hollywood big shot's gonna give you what you want. He says there's no chance. Waltz. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. 
You know my father? The men are coming here to kill him. Now you want to get mixed up in the family business? I thought you weren't going to become a man like your father. I never wanted this for you. Freedom, you're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ever. Michael, do you renounce Satan and all his works? I do renounce him. Don't ask me about my business, Kate. Is it true? Leave the gun. Take the cannolis. Oh man, just I mean, just watching the trailer brings you like like I now I want to fucking stream it. I want to I want to do a yeah, Discord watch, watch with this thing tonight. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Maybe we can invite Gabe to come back. That'll that'll uh, be a great Discord watch, though. I think so. I think so. Um, all right. So, you know, the movie the movie in itself is just so captivating from the first frame, which is complete darkness and black, and um, you know, starts <coughs> off with that iconic line, uh, "I believe in America," and and I know that this is. A, a commentary, I think, on the American capitalist system and all this other shit, um, which, which again, depending on how you view movies and how you sort of digest things, can be a very cerebral movie. But to me, it's just an enjoyable experience to watch the family aspects and then you know, you know, learn about the uh, the gangster lifestyle. So, yeah. well, I mean, what what drew you in the first time you watched this movie? Uh, I mean everything but it's not a mafia movie like you kind of just said it's a fa- it's a movie about a family who happens to be inside of organized crime you know so it's a completely and this wasn't you know i've seen the other mob movies first i didn't this wasn't i watched like goodfellas and the bronx tale and that's always about a crew within a family you know and this movie is about the family their personal and their business life of the corleone family you know, and I think that's what draws me into it more than anything. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's a great sort of like picture of what what family was an Italian family was back yes. in the day, and and the the just the different um, you know family traditions and and festivities and things are all outlined in that first opening sequence. Yeah, uh, the wedding, the wedding itself is a. Is a mini movie, uh, mini, uh, and I know Francis Ford Coppola said th- these these were mi- these were home movies that he was making for yeah. the large screen. So, and um, fun fact: everybody in the wedding is an extra, and he just yeah. tells them to just do what you would do if you were at a wedding. He's like, drink the champagne, eat the food, and just hang out as if you were in a real wedding, and ignore the things that are going on around you, which yeah. is like a great way to film that part of the movie so so big poppy you you this is you just recently watched it right like like for the first time yeah a couple years ago 
Right, right. But I'm saying it's not like it's been in your DNA the whole time, right? But now it is. Um, it's but, embedded. <laughs> so what what drew you in when you first started watching this movie? I, I don't know about you, but the first you know three notes of the entire you know first part of the theme, which I have on vinyl here. Um, <laughs> oh, look at that! No flex, but. Yeah. Just, the, just the, the music itself, you know, you just want to put on a suit, smoke a cigar, and, you know, shoot somebody who disrespected your family. It's just yeah. that type of, like, it just brings you in with that type of, like, attitude. And, like, you know, especially with the first scene that shows up and everything that's going on, you feel so connected to everything already because, you know, you're just thrown. It's not like you're thrown into it. It's just you know what's going on, but you want to learn more. You know, you see all these people here and you – and you see the wedding happen, you're like, all right, well, I want to know who it is or like, you know, what the wedding's for. And it's just with along with like the music and the like just the the cinematography for everything. It just comes together and it makes like this whole like just like really interesting scene just to where you look at it and you're like, I like I want to know everything about this family because it's it seems so mysterious at first, but once you start to break it break down the literal wedding, you start to see like what the family is actually about and you learn like about each character perfectly throughout like the first 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a film school lesson on how you introduce characters into a movie. Like mm -hmm. everybody is introduced and, and you get an instant sense of who each person is as they're being introduced. Like for example, the first scene is the Don, the Godfather, you know, you know, doling out favors at, a, at the day of the daughter's wedding. So it's it's easy and clear to know that he is the boss, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, but and that's a real know, thing. The the favors at the at the wedding is a real thing. Like that's something they really do, right? And I didn't know that. See, like like what's funny is is as I got older and I rewatched it and I and I've learned more and I've seen documentaries and um, I didn't know that some of this shit was real, like like real yeah. life. Stuff. I just thought this was like really interesting and intricate, you know, but I didn't think it was real. And then, you know, come to find out like these are true. Uh, we've watched enough mafia documentaries yeah. to know <laughs> the rules. Um, yeah. like that's a real yeah. Italian princess wedding. Oh, like yeah. That's it. The big dress, the, whatever you want, any food, any celebrity you want to be there, dad's going to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd love to go to a wedding like that. I mean, that seemed like it was oh, yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wine in in, in uh, wine in big old uh, you know jars and then just people yeah. just drinking them up and just hanging yeah. out. You know, my female cousin just got married. She's the one girl out of eleven cousins. She's the one girl. Oh wow! So you can only imagine what that wedding Huge was like wedding. on the water in Jupiter by the lighthouse, open food, open bar the whole time. You know. They had everything. They had everything. Had whatever you needed was there. Now, uh, the the great introduction of, of Don Corleone isn't without like its controversy. You know, obviously, we've watched the the show The Offer. If anyone is listening and you have not seen the show The Offer, which is I think on Paramount Plus, it is required viewing if you love this movie. Like you you need watch to it. see this. Yeah, yeah. Watch it. Definitely Don't question it. it. Just go watch it. Yeah. Um. But one of the things that they they allude to is that the studio did not want Marlon Brando because at the time he was kind of a diva in the you know yeah. and in Hollywood a little bit and he was a bit difficult to work with. But uh, 
Um, one thing that they did not talk about in the in the offer, and at least I don't remember, is that the fact that at that point in time he wasn't memorizing lines. Nope. <laughs> and and so Hagen and the other characters that were in that scene had lines like pasted to their chest. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's reading the lines, um, you know, and learning the lines as he goes. And it, but that's like a credit to his like this guy's acting prowess, like. Who the fuck knows that, that he was reading lines right then and there? Yeah. Like they actually do show it in the show. Duvall, Robert oh, Duvall dude, turns oh, yeah. around and he's got the shit taped to his suit. That's why in that scene, Duvall's back is to the camera the whole time. Mm-hmm. He never turns yeah. around and looks at the camera. Yeah, and 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 this is what Francis Ford Coppola's like second or third movie. I think he made yeah. one or two films. And yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, like he he it's it's weird because. He was an unknown, and, and, and one of the things that I, I find fascinating, and I know this is outside of the Godfather stuff, but that American zoetrope that they belong to, the fucking, the, 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 the goats of directing, like, like cinema's yeah. greatest directors, all found themselves in one group. Like Spielberg, Scorsese, De Palma, uh, Ford, uh, Francis Ford Coppola, I mean, uh, George Lucas, like, like, all these guys belong to this one group out of college. Yeah. Which is which is insane to me. Insane. Yeah. I don't know who that professor was. Oh shit. Why didn't why didn't he do anything? <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. But that you know, that's the crazy part about this movie, too, though, is really nobody was a star but Brando. Right. You know, right. More or less, everybody else, this was their first feature breaking film. Yeah, because uh Al Pacino was on Broadway, right? And he yeah. did Panic and Eat a Park. Yeah. Right before yeah. like, the year before Godfather, which is like a, it's a great story movie, but it's like a B, almost like a B movie, but yeah, good story yeah. to he, it. He was a you know he wasn't the star that we know today, obviously. Oh. Um, but good God, like what the movie is for Michael and for Al Pacino in in particular is the greatest story arc you've ever seen. Like this guy transforms. In well, this you didn't movie. know what like, happened. You didn't know well, what no, was no, going to happen. But what I'm saying is, like, if you watch the first couple of frames of the of, of the wedding, right? Him talking to Kay, and you, you know, he's kind of going through the, you know, the story. He's very innocent. He's very, yep. and then by by the time you get to the final frame where they're closing the door, he he's is a, a sinister. Yeah, he, 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 he is, is a ruthless killer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yep. and and the story again, two hours and fifty five minutes. You don't feel a bit of that. Yeah. Um, the story builds him so well like like what happens to him the changes i mean that fucking the diner scene where he shoots mccluskey and and oh man is jesus like there is nothing i i mean i will watch that repeatedly because of the tension that i mean i know what's gonna happen i've seen it a hundred times but there's not no there's no bit of like music like there's nothing in there else besides just the silence of both of them, like a conversation between everybody, and then just them staring. And then you can physically see him change yeah. like throughout the whole scene, which is insane to think about, with just his eyes. He just does it with just his eyes. Yeah. And then the two big things Coppola does to make it even better is put the gun somewhere different than he tells Al Pacino where it's going to be. He tells yeah. him it's going to be like in the upper left, and then he tells the prop guy, he'll put it in the bottom right. And then he can't find the gun, so he's behind the toilet trying to find it. 
and then he doesn't drop the gun right away like he's been instructed a thousand oh, times God. and you're like yo michael drop the fucking gun get out of there <laughs> yeah, but he holds, it, he holds it a little bit and he just yeah well, no, no. All I can hear in my head was fucking Clemenza. He's like, yeah. you, you shoot the two, you drop the gun, and you walk out of there. Yeah. And when Don't he just, he just sat there, and I'm like, fuck, like, drop yeah. it. Like, like go, go. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like a 15 seconds of, like, yo, drop the gun. Like, what <laughs> like, are you doing? Well, it just, it just shows, like, the character. Like, because before he was only doing it, you know, because he was in, it, I forget, he was in the Army or something like that. Yeah, he's in the military, he was, yeah. Yeah, he's in the yeah. military. But, like, yeah. when you actually, you know, he didn't kill somebody for, you know, the country. He killed them, you know, because it was for, for the, the family. family. So, it, like, throw, like for him, it's like a shock. But in our face, we're like, dude, what are you doing? Like, and we obviously wouldn't do the same thing. We wouldn't do whatever we were saying in that situation. If I shot two people, or, of course, one of them was a police guy. And you're like, oh, I just, like, I just did this for the, like, my whole life has changed now because of this yeah. decision. And then you're just like, oh, okay. like, I... It's just crazy to think about, but in everybody's head, you're like, just run away, just get yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's you know, it, like I said, it, it's just insane. But like, so I mean, think about this. Like, like I'm gonna show a frame real quick of of you know, um, if it'll come up. Oh, I had to add it to the stream. <laughs> <laughs> the power. So yeah, you you've got this you know innocent start you know where he's there with Kay and. I mean, and he turns into a cold-blooded killer, and and like, it's there in the performance. Now, I only wanted to show you this because you know we want to talk about the character introductions. Uh, you, mean Fredo. Oh, <laughs> you mean Fredo? Yeah. <laughs> the Roman of the group. I mean, you meet Fredo, <laughs> and Fredo's just a sweet guy. He's a nice guy. He's drunk and Fucking but idiot. oh my god! Idiot. Oh my god! <laughs> but, but you know, um, what's his name? John John Cazale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy, I, I want to. I'm going to see if I can pull up his record. But I just want to say, rest this, in peace. Yeah, no, he, he died way early. I think he had cancer. Yeah, him um, and Pacino did one more movie after this. I think they did Dog Day Afternoon. Right? Dog Day Afternoon. And they were lovers, or not lovers, but they yeah. brought the bank together, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but every movie he was in, I think for the, I I, I want to say like like he was like the the the, the Jordan of movies. Like he yeah. every movie he was in won the Academy Award for Best Picture. Like yeah. like for like five in a row that he was in, um, and in Dog Day Afternoon he shows his wares. But honestly, his arc or his uh his chops get shown in Part Two. Like in yeah. Part Two. I was feeling really, really bad for him. But Fredo in the first one is, is just a bumbling, you know, lovable brother who just can't get shit straight. So, yeah. um, <laughs> um, you know, and then we meet Sonny, right? Sonny's over here, you know, banging uh, uh, bridesmaids at the party. <laughs> um, but Sonny is a great character. I mean, just... Yeah. One of one of the and again his not that his screen time is is less but he he can carry himself like he owns the screen when he's on he's on the he's done some movies before The Godfather too he did some decent movies yeah. before The Godfather yeah. Yeah. fun he, fact he though, was De Niro on... was supposed to play that part De Niro tried out for that part and James you know, I and saw... James, yeah James Con tried out for it was supposed to be Michael that would have changed the I saw whole the movie 
Oh yeah. my god, I saw the screen test, and and, and De Niro as Sonny would have yeah. been insane. But he was he great as been... as Vito. Yeah, no, he's. I mean, that's yeah. you know. That's, but then we probably him. would have got Pacino as Vito and De Niro as Sonny, which who knows that would have been a whole different movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, De Niro changes the ruthlessness and the hot headedness of Sonny, like like yes. that. Like I crying. feel like it kind of takes him away. Like he becomes more of like a bigger character than what he is. Like he's a big character, but not as I feel like if he was in the role, like I feel like with the attitude, you know, like how he is in like Goodfellas or something like that, it would kind of like pull away from like everybody else. Like he would yeah. outshine people more, I think. Yeah. 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 I think I think James Conn is a perfect perfect. Uh, Perfect Sonny. I mean, you. I, yeah. I can't think of anybody else other than James Conn being Sonny. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like if you would imagine, if it was De Niro, it's a different Sonny. It's a more. Yeah. It's a more uh, introverted, angry Sonny, but it's not like the 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 pothead that you saw. Yeah. So that yells and screams and yeah, you know. yeah. And he was perfect. He was perfect for the role. So like yeah. that's, you know, and again. James Conn was perfect, and uh, you know Al Pacino alongside of him uh, worked really well together. And you got you know Abe Bogota as Tessio, yeah, <laughs> uh, old ass yeah. Abe Bogota man, yeah. <laughs> and it's like this was the movie that wasn't supposed to happen. The script is too long. They don't like yeah. the actors. Pacino's too short. Brando's a drama bitch. And it, 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 they just it wasn't supposed to happen. Right. And if they let Coppola eventually do his thing, and thank you, Al Ruddy, and fucking the movie happens. Exactly, and and it was over budget. Yeah, um, they had the the actual mafia interfering <laughs> with the movie. Yeah, um, you know Joe Colombo and his uh, anti-deprivation uh, of Italians club. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Man, we love Joe Colombo in in the offer. Uh, the offer. In, in the, the offer. Great. Oh, yeah, Right. Yeah, but I think the guy who plays Opportuno in that movie—I don't think I've ever seen an actor played better by an actor in my life. Oh, oh my god! I, the guy I who played was—they was, was was went in, in a time machine and grabbed him out of it and was like, "Yo, we need you to play yourself in fifty years." <laughs> <laughs> like that was crazy. And then they have the scene when they make him take the the Christmas boxes. He's like, "He's too short. Take a couple of the boxes away. You can't see his face." <laughs> That's so good. Now, if there is criticism, if there is criticism, I never liked Kay. I never liked her. I, the I never. No, the sister, or not sister. Uh, uh, Michael's uh, wife, his first. Oh, wife I thought you were talking about the offer. No, no, no. 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 But I, I never liked Kay. I never yeah. did. I never. I never bought. Um, you know, her, Diane Keaton as as. Yeah. As this, I, I don't know. I she just, it just se she seemed very annoying to me. But but again, that's me critiquing it for watching it over and over and over and over again. But at yeah. the time I first yeah. watched it, I was like, yes, I love the story. But now I've been watching it a little bit, and I just go, man, every time she's on the screen, I just kind of like, God, just fast forward a little bit. And it's uh, a, it's a it's a it's a part that anybody could have played. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like she, she's not. She doesn't affected enough for it to matter if it was her if it was you know whoever the hell it doesn't fucking matter i think she yeah. was annoying enough for like us to kind of like root for michael you know yeah in the sense of, like between their feud that they had like oh. to make it so that 
he like his point of view seems more you know like you would gravitate more towards him because you know he's just he just explains it and moves on and then she kind of just yeah. like holds on to it so it just kind of makes it so that maybe I, I doubt they tried to make her annoying but i feel like you know watching it you're like all right like just go like go away i want to see but then when you, cool. when you find out what she does to michael and to the baby yeah it's fucking crazy horrible you took a son away from an Italian man. That is that's crazy. You know that was that that Pacino scream, man, and that yeah. slap. Yeah. Oh he like right he like fell. Yeah. <laughs> he ran and fell. Over. He went full he went full body Superman punch yeah, on that shit. He, he only had daughters at that point, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. no, he had the one son. He had the, the one, one son, son and a yeah, daughter. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, that that could have been the heir. That could have been the next one, and you took that away from me. Yeah, no, that that to me was, I mean that that's again. Diane Keaton is a good actress. I, I I don't I don't have any issues with her acting ability. She's she's you know been in the industry for for over fifty years, but I just didn't like her in this role. I didn't like her in this part. But that scene solidifies why she is there. I mean, yeah. that's a pretty powerful mm-hmm. scene. She plays it up. That you you hate her. You hate her at yeah. that point. Yeah. I mean, you you it, it's it's. I love it because it, Francis never lets you. Francis, like I know the guy, Mister Coppola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put some respect. Sorry, Sorry sir. put respect. <laughs> um, never lets you feel comfortable about a character. Like no. it, you 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 kind of go, okay, I like this character. And then something else happens. You go, shit. That's that's why I don't like this guy. Yeah. Same thing with with Kay. Is like I don't like her. I like her. I don't like her. And then she she pulls the abortion card. And good God. And I I hate her at that point because. But the reasons that she does it are justified. Like like yeah, she allowed. Well, yeah. it, she just it's, she makes yeah. it clear. Yeah, she. I'm yeah, not, not bringing bring one of your sons right into this world. Into the yeah. world that he's living in. Yeah, but no, the I way mean, he looks at it, you don't have that right. I have that right. Exactly. Yeah, is my son. If there was a daughter, she's yours. Is my son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you that's. Know? I mean, and then when he closes the door on her, when the kids, when she visits the kids, and oh. they're like, "Oh, you gotta, you gotta go!" Like he's coming, and then he just pulls the kids away and just closes the door. Yeah, no. you know, it's like because he has no feelings, no hatred, no no feelings. You no longer yeah. exist. No, I mean she's she's uh, she's gone at that point. Um, so in, so again, it, it, we we're jumping around, but that's fine. Yeah, this is this yeah. what this movie does. So at the party, you meet um, Johnny Fontaine, right? You, you know Frank Sinatra. The, Frank, Frank Sinatra, yeah. famously uh, written after Frank Sinatra, um, which I think he has. Um, Again, I love I love diving into like the 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 little like behind the scenes stuff. That slap that he got from uh, from uh, Marlon Brando that you can yeah. act like a man yeah. was a That's true what... slap. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he shook him up and he started laughing. You can see him break like yeah. just ever so slightly. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> has that, that that little smirk on his face, you know, and it fits the scene. It does. Yeah. yeah. It's almost it was like so... I slapped you. What are you gonna do about it? Nothing. <laughs> Listen to what I gotta say. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, like I think Brando plays off of it because it's like he slaps him and he's like, 
you can act like a man. What's the matter with you? And then he goes, he starts to make fun of him. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> and so, like, that just brings it to, like, like a realism. Like, that's that's what your uncle would do to you. That's what your, your yeah. godfather would do. He'd slap you and tell you, you know, like, snap out of it, you yeah. little bitch. Like, you know, yeah. And the fact that your godfather is the godfather. <laughs> right, like, right, yeah, crazy. You can, if you were an upstanding guy, you really get whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. You I know, mean, like he he knows you're not gonna you're not gonna look make him look fucking stupid. You'll get whatever you want. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. What did he say? He said, "Oh, wait three days and you'll receive a phone call." Yeah. <laughs> you know, this Walter guy, he's gonna call you. He's gonna he's yeah. gonna offer you the picture. Yeah. <laughs> How are you gonna do that? I'm gonna just give him an offer. He couldn't refuse. Yeah. And that's an iconic line right there. That's yeah, that's one of yeah. the the staples of the movie. Yeah. Um, and for you guys who don't it, understand what that means, do it or you're dead. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's the whole. You know, just do it or you're well, dead. And I, you know what, what's funny is is Michael explains it to the audience. Like he uh -huh. he uses K as the as the you know exposition. He tells her it's like you know uh, Luca Brazzi put a gun to his head and he he said either your your brains or your signature will be on this paper. Yeah. <laughs> and and so that's the offer you can't refuse so when he says it again you're just like oh i yeah. get it now so like like in 1972 when you're watching the movie and you don't know anything about it you instantly go okay i know what the fuck that yeah. means yeah yeah and the way he talks about his family to k at that table is great oh, yeah. you know oh, he's like yeah. he's, he's like any other man who has people who follow him mm -hmm. <laughs> or you know he uses different wording but you know yeah, like any, any other, other powerful man. Yeah, that's it. Because at the end of the day, they're businessmen. They're not criminals. They just they have to do things to make their business succeed. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And they're soldiers, and soldiers don't go to hell. Quote from Tony Soprano. <laughs> but you know, it's it's they offer protection to people who can't protect themselves, right? They're, that's the, it. You know, who can't for, go to the police. Fee. Right for favors and for fees, for sure. That's it. You know. Um, but yeah, so it's and, and you know, all the characters are flushed out. So you meet uh Don Barzini, he's at the he's at the party, and Barzini becomes the uh the main guy later. Um you got Luca Brazzi who's there. The Tatayas are not are, are not at the party, obviously. They they mm -hmm. have some beef with uh Sonny. Um so I it just it's a great and then obviously Tom Hagen. Who, who Hagen, yeah. I know, Big oh. Bobby, that's one of your favorite characters. I love Hagen. He's such a good character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, great. Tom Hagen, man. That's yeah. like he, he, so like you get to see the, the cunningness of, of, of Hagen in, in, in this one because he makes that horse head, <laughs> he makes that horse head scene, mm -hmm. you know, happen, which is real in real life. Yep. That's yeah. an actual horse head, which is like crazy, you know. <laughs> It looks well, so real, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but think about this. Like, okay, so in, in 72, like in, in the 60s, you had like the James Bond spy thrillers. You had like those over-the-top shitty, you know, sci-fi movies with the big fucking yeah, ants and the shit. Blob you know? and fucking, yeah. yeah, yeah. You have all these like cartoony, entertaining type movies. And then it, late 60s early 70s you have these gritty filmmakers coming out uh putting like real shit on screen like like real like you know real life on screen and 
the Godfather blows the doors off of everybody. It's like they just fucking they go for it. Like like, what do you have to lose, right? And so that horse head scene I know was controversial. I know that they had a lot of flack for it, and but it's so effective. It's so effective, and it tells the story so well that. Like it's it go out for what you love, right? Like like you yeah. say, hey, I love this horse. Look at this fucking horse. It I, threw me a million yeah. dollars. I didn't even good notice th- the foreshadowing until he said something. Good yeah. good thing um, was PETA shoulder. wasn't around. Then there was no PETA. <laughs> yes, I, think, uh, I think PETA still has issues with that scene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's where we put the disclaimer: the views and the opinions expressed. <laughs> hey, hey, Bertie's an animal. He's an actual yeah, bird. Straight so up. He can, so, you know, taste the beak, like motherfuckers. It <laughs> tastes the beak, motherfucker. So, so the movie transitions and we move from obviously meeting everybody to, um, you know, it's kind of the first, the first levels of business, right? We've got this first, you know, again, we have the Johnny Fontaine issue with, with Waltz, you know, convincing him to get the part. Obviously, Waking up with your fucking horse head in your bed, <laughs> we'll do that to you. Which also phenomenal scream, like he. Oh my out. god! It, ah, ah. It like and they zoom out, and you can like yes. hear it from further away. Oh man, Perfect. awesome! I don't know if you know this, but in my recent reaction to the bodyguard, in the bodyguard, they are actually in the mansion. Whitney Houston lives in the mansion that Waltz lives in. Oh Didn't shit! That's oh, really wow. Man. Watch it now. Look at that. I do got to watch it now. My <laughs> question is, what happened there. to the rest of the horse? It's probably just on the floor. It's just in the in stable. The, in the stable. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably. Stable. Probably. He thought his nightmare was over, and then he goes in the stable two weeks later, and there's the body. <laughs> that, whore, that horse is glue, man. That horse yeah. is fucking done. But, you know, I, I, know that, I know Sinatra had a lot of issue with the portrayal of this character, and I know that he dealt with being you know linked to the the mob for years which he was yeah i mean let's not mince words like he he definitely was involved i just i don't think he wanted his business out there like and yeah but everybody already knew but now it's like eh, the movie did it the biggest movie of all time (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) and and you know i don't know that if he if he appreciated um i think the guy's name is al um, it's on your album cover. I forgot his name. Um, the guy who played Johnny Fontaine. I don't think he appreciated that guy because he wasn't very manly in the movie. No, he was kind yeah. of kind of sheepish and a little, like kind of like a little bitch. And so, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if you were to put a tough guy on there, yeah, you know, yeah. tough, tough, burly guy to play, you know, Johnny Fontaine, you know, he probably would have been all right with it. But this guy was so not just bitch. like so not just short, anyways. Yeah, but he had yeah, he but, had a, a reputation and a, and a you know a thing to him, you know. Him and him in the offer, whoever played him in the offer is so it just made me laugh every single time he was on yeah. the screen. The yeah. the casting like, of the offer is almost as good as the Godfather. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Um, now one one person we didn't talk about before we move on to Salazzo in the first sort of scene with Hagen and everything, um, and I will say this, it worked. It worked in, in Godfather, um, you know, like casting Talia Shire, which is uh, Francis Ford Coppola's sister. Mm-hmm. It worked. Like, that worked, and it was great. She's a great, phenomenal actress. You yeah, know, later really on, good. later she becomes Adrian, and, and she makes yeah. me cry every time I watch the damn Rocky movies. Her but, story uh, arc is 
crazy. Fantastic. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, it, she she starts off as a bit character, like really, yeah. like, and then it she just evolves. Yeah. And it's, for, I mean, it's amazing to watch. It's just and then, yeah. It just it's and but then she when her dad was no longer in charge, she loses that power of being the princess. Yeah. You know your your brother owes you nothing. Michael. You know? Michael. Yeah. You know, and then Luca Brasi's wedding scene is great too. When he's sitting there oh. trying to do do his lines, oh man, awesome! Which which we know it, it's him practicing, right? Like, yeah, like it's that's, him practicing. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. Luca Brasi, that guy was a fucking mess. Yeah, he's the, he's a fucking <laughs> professional wrestler who actually drove for the mob, and he ends up playing the part in the movie. Yeah, I, I mean, nuts. I I like the fact that they let they 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 filmed him practicing, yeah. and then when he went to talk to the Godfather, he fucked up his lines. Yeah, <laughs> and then you they keep it up. in there. Yeah, exactly. I, I am uh, on the day. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, oh, oh no, he fucked up. Yeah, he's like, just tell me what you want to tell me. You know, <laughs> he's like the one guy who doesn't have to come in there with the same respect as everybody else because there's a mutual thing between him and the Don in that room. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like you've done things for me that I'll never speak about. You've done. I've done things for you that you can't speak about. What do you want? No. And all he did was go in there and say thank you and congratulations. <laughs> mm-hmm. Waited in line not to ask for anything. Because he, he knows he, he can ask him anytime. He doesn't need the wedding to ask him for a favor. Right. And he's like, I know you are busy, so yeah. I will leave you. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> My longtime friend. But yeah, exactly. And yeah. uh that was great though. That was that was great to kind of see that. But um you know, quickly we progress to Salazzo. So Salazzo is the cocaine dealer or the the poppy, you know, uh, the drug the drug business, which which you know Doc Corleone does not take kindly to. I think he, but foreshadowing of the future of drugs, which is he said it himself. It's a nasty business. You you, you sell it to your people. You're gonna you're gonna eat yourselves up from the inside, like like he 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 foreshadows the future of what this is gonna do yeah. to to the families, and it does. It, it it absolutely came you know to light over the the course of the 80s and 90s, and you know what we saw, which is a lot of these guys. I think we talked about it before in 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 passing, which is you know harmless vices like gambling, and gambling, prostitution, prostitution, and construction are timeless businesses. Right, right. You know, but you, and, but you said it like you said it to me, right? How much time yeah. do you get? You know, for, for that's a the bag biggest of thing, right? That's the biggest thing because you know you go and beat somebody up in a store. They sent you to two years. You know, anybody can maybe do two years. You know, but you get caught with an eight ball of cocaine that you're looking at thirty five to life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Most people are riding their mother jaywalking twenty years ago to avoid thirty five to life. <laughs> you know, for that's, sure, for sure. That that's the biggest thing, and that's in the original Costa Nostra code is no drugs, and and that's in the real Costa Nostra code, no drugs. Yeah, and, and, and again, the, this is the the scene where we're, we're seeing here is it's it's Sunny and you know meeting with Salazzo with with the Don, and he's telling him like, hey, you got to go for this deal, and you know he honestly. At that point, he, he's just like, no, like that's that's not what we're doing, you know. Yeah, we make plenty of money now. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And what 
Sonny couldn't see beyond was the the, the long game. And that's yeah. Sonny's downfall, right? Yep. I, I think he said it. I think he said, um, I think Don Corleone says it later in the movies. Like, he wasn't, it, it, he's just a bad Don. You know, he just, he couldn't, yeah. he couldn't get past, like, mentally, he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, like, Sonny is a henchman. Sonny is, is an enforcer. He's Sammy the Bull. Right. But right Sonny is not the head of the family. Like, no. that's. He can never, you know. And yeah. I, I, honestly, if Michael never comes back, he is the head of the family because you can't pick the Robert Duvall character because he can't be. Fredo's right. a complete, you know, he, Fredo's he, like, might as well get up Stevie Wonder to do it. You know, um, and so if Michael doesn't come back, who Vito doesn't want to be part of this life at all, he be, Sonny becomes next. Yeah. You know, yeah, which, I mean, which is, you know, that family would have died out anyway. That family would have died out. It would have just been over. And, and then you know what 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 Sonny does is is when he when he does take power when the dawn goes down, um, he hits back. Yeah, and he causes That's his and, first thing. Well, he, he he hits back. He hits Tatalia's son. He you know he's going to war. He's killing off henchmen left and right. And and Hagen's trying to convince him. He's like, dude, you, you're you're leading us down this path. We're losing money. We're not making money. Like, yeah. we're you're fucking up. And no one would listen to Hagen, but Hagen is the smartest guy in the room, man. Yeah. And like the if, reason if, he's so smart is because he doesn't know everything. So he can speak from yeah. an outside he's, Yeah, he's an outsider. Perspective. You know what I mean? He's he's not yeah. a wartime consigliere. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's a non-war consigliere. Yeah. So he, yeah. he can come in and speak from a lawyer's perspective outside of the family with a calm head, you know. Which you know, he the, that character is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like again, Salazzo is formidable. Like, like I yeah. didn't realize. Like I thought again, first time watching the movie, the first couple of times, Salazzo. I'm thinking, okay, you, you came. You, you the Don told you no. Yeah. Fucking eat crow and fucking get out of here, right? But Salazzo had backing, and Salazzo had some some pull. Um, so Salazzo pulls the hit, man. He he goes after you know Don Corleone. He um he gets to them. He gets to him right, and you get this amazing, amazing again tension filled hospital scene when Michael is visiting him at the hospital. Everybody's and, gone. Uh, everybody's gone. McCluskey, you know, took care of the men, yeah. and um, I just again another like. Just an amazing uh, piece of filmmaking, like the yeah. tension that was there and the fucking. When he stands out there, is like, just put your finger in your put your finger in your jacket. You yeah, know, pick your you pick your collar pretend. up. Pretend. Yeah, and then the car drives by, and you're like, "Oh, it's about to happen." And yeah. that's the that's the famous uh, that's a Enzo, right? Is that Enzo? Yeah, Enzo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, for your father, for your father, for your father. Yeah, <laughs> I made the cake for yeah. your father. Yeah. <laughs> yep, and then and then fucking. Uh, Hagen shows up with the with the private invest with the private security. You know it's yep. sanctioned. I'm a, I'm a lawyer. Fuck off. <laughs> and, you know, and and what's what's great about that scene, um, and I, I again I read this. I don't and I don't know if it was in the in the making of the movie, but the guy who plays the Enzo, the guy without the gun, mm-hmm. he truly was shaking because this was like one of his first scenes ever. 
Like he's never been in a movie. And so like when he's doing the whole cigarette thing where he's like lighting it, he's shaking. He's fucking shaking because he's never been in a movie and he's nervous. He's standing next to Al Pacino. Again, you don't know who Al Pacino is, but at the time. little man. But but you're you're little man. (laughs) Right, right. It's a little tiny man. But it's his first kind of thing, you know, to be on a movie set and he's, you know, being filmed and like the nerves got to him. But that was perfect for for what his character was going through. So it's the little little nuances like that, the little things that Francis Ford Coppola keeps in the movie um, that gives it that hint of realism. I mean, and that's also where the, the McCluskey fucks up Michael's j- jaw, like, <laughs> which <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, yeah I got um, the beer, I guess. That's all right. That's all right. It, it was empty, um, though, so no, no foul. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It, it, the, the beer is still good then. But no, he fucks yeah. up his jaw, which which stays with him the rest of the movie. Like for the mm-hmm. mo- for the like the next three quarters of the movie, Michael is having like issues. <laughs> yeah. So you know, yeah, and that's he hit him with a mean one. Oh man, he did. Man. He, got him, <laughs> he got him good. Stand him up. Stand him up. Yeah. I, I wonder if Francis was like, you'll really hit him. Just rock him with one. Yeah. Uh, you know, we told one him you're gonna pull it. <laughs> we told him you're gonna pull it. So don't worry about. It. He's gonna. He's not gonna move. <laughs> That's a Francis shit. <laughs> like it was just hit oh, yeah. one clean shot. <laughs> no, man. He, so I mean, I, I just it was just something that um again it, it's it's it, it's the slow transition of Al Pacino of Michael Corleone, the little things that were happening to him that made him more and more jaded from from yeah. what his outlook was on life. And so that started it. That started the the evolution. One, you're tr- you're trying to kill my father, right? And then you just Two, punched you, him in the face. Mm-hmm. You just broke my jaw. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, it just it's just insane. It's just insane. Now, I one thing that we didn't talk about was uh, Polly, the, the little guy Polly who who was watching uh, uh, Don Corleone when he got shot. Right? Remember he? Oh he took, yeah, he, yeah, he called, yeah. He, Oh no, he called him sick. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That guy gets it in the weeds over there in New York, uh, with the Statue of Liberty. That's a great looking yeah. scene. Like, like just the car pulling up in the sticks and the weeds and him getting shot. That's the famous uh, leave the gun, leave the gun, take, take the, the cannoli. cannoli, take the cannoli, which has been used in so many movies. That line right there has been used in so many movies. It's amazing. I mean, Clemenza. Again, I, I just, I just found like this scene was more of like an art house type scene. It was like su- such a great like camera work and the Statue of Liberty in the background. And it's just You're like, not focused on the car. No. Like, no your yeah. last thought is the car. You're like, all right, he's going to pee. It's like whatever. Like it's just a regular scene. And you hear it and you look. You're like, oh, never mind. We shouldn't have been paying attention on the car. <laughs> it's just a it beautiful scene. Out. It yeah. is. Yeah. And that's and that's again that's that's Francis's like you know thing, thing was like he he would give you these you know lush huge landscapes and then and then there's the dirtiness that's happening, um, and then you know then we move on to um, again the the scene we talked about Michael shooting McCluskey and Salazzo right like that I'm gonna see if I can find it here in our in our recap but that to me is. Just like the epitome of this movie, like like what what this 
what it, it, like his acting changes, his face changes, the yeah. the outlook changes for this guy, and it's just amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, here's Clemenza kind of teaching him a little bit about you know what to do with the gun, and again, this is where you get the expectation of what's going to happen in the scene. It's foreshadowing. It's yeah, you're going to come up, you're going to shoot them both in the head, and then you're going to walk the fuck out of there. And he does. And he shoots him in the throat. He yeah. shoots him in the throat, and then in the head. And that's a great scene because the Pope is behind him when he's holding that gun in the basement. Yeah, the Pope is yeah. in the picture frame behind him. And you then there's like the face. You just see it in the way he looks. He's just yeah. not boom in the throat. And look at the waiter. Yeah, yeah. everybody can see him. Everyone can see his face. Yeah. But like, look at this man. This and I, and and we learned this in the offer, and I think I had learned this in, in other documentaries. But this was the scene that saved the movie. That up yeah. to this point, they were like questioning, what are we doing here? Like, why are we spending all this money and time? It's not violent enough. And then they showed and him. For the, the record, scene. he didn't shoot him in the head yet, and the bullet holes in his forehead. Oh, is oh look at that. Oh yeah. For the record. It went up. It went up his neck. Yeah. And then he didn't even shoot him in the head yet. Yeah. And then these are actual real pictures. So they start yeah. showing actual footage of um of actual, you know, crime Mom scene is. photos. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. And, and, their ass off. and um, George Lucas put this together, by the way. I don't know if oh, wow. Look at that. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. So, so George Lucas won it because, again, these guys were in this, this group together. Um, George Lucas would um, wanted to help on the film. And he told him, he goes, do these quick serials for me. Can, you know, do these like transition right. scenes for me. So this was all George Lucas's work. And then I know that Steven Spielberg and Brian De Palma uh, and Scorsese all helped in like telling uh, Francis, like, you know, what their thoughts were And Francis would show them the movie. He would show them yeah. pieces of the movie, the dailies and whatnot. And um, you know, they, they would critique it. I mean, can you imagine that? Like, Hey, Getting Spielberg by them. Yeah. Hey, oh, hey Spielberg, man. you want to take a look at this short film I just made? <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You take a look at the scene you want to tell yeah. what's wrong. But the rest of that fucking group in some sort of way got to be a little bitter. Like, damn, I didn't fucking direct this movie. Or like, like, they'll take these movies, like, oh, that was a good idea. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Like, Brian De Palma makes, made classics. Like, he, you know, um, you know. Martin Scorsese makes Mean Streets and he makes, you know, fucking Goodfellas and he makes Raging Bull, you know, fucking Spielberg makes Jaws and he fucking makes, yeah. uh, you know, Jurassic Park. Fucking yeah, I mean, the fuck. yeah. But he it's, didn't it's, do he, The Godfather. No, no. <laughs> but each of these guys, it becomes a, a, like the icon of their, of their, you know, sort of areas. And it's just, yeah. like the Mount I just can't imagine that. Like that's, yeah. Yeah, Godfather, Deer Hunter, Apocalypse Now. That, that that's yeah, crazy. All, Are all, all within them. Yeah. Crazy. Mind you, they all pick the same actors, which does not hurt. No, it does not hurt. Does not <laughs> yeah. hurt you know. When you have Michael Jordan on your team, you're probably gonna win the championship. Yeah, I I think so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, and listen, and you had you had your pick of who you wanted. Like th- these guys, like once their names got out, they were the hot directors. You can get yeah. anybody you want. Yeah, yeah, but you, you still go for the same Pacino, De Niro, Pesci, you know, over They're and over day. and over again. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. those are first rounders, right there. The rest, yeah. the rest of you are fillers. You know, you might have Maybe to play a role. Up, but that just means you're like, wow, I made it. it. 
I'll come off the bench on a Jordan team. You know, you still win the ring. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'll be an extra. Exactly. Yeah, I'm cool um, with that. Yeah, and, and you know, like, like I said, it's it's just one of those insane things where each of them had a say in this movie. Each of them had little pieces of the movie. It's crazy. So, um, so Michael Michael gets into trouble. He goes off to Sicily, right? He he goes over, um, and um, I the, the this this is what I loved about the movie. It was like a, it was like, and I, I don't know if it's been described this way. I'm sure it has. I'm not probably not the first person to say it, but. It's like it lets you breathe for a minute. Like, yeah. like there was the there's the you know there's the 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 opening wedding sequence. It's joyous, it's fun. You're learning about the characters, it gets intense, the dawn gets down, then you've got some, you know, like tension after tension after tension, and then you can breathe a little bit, just a little bit. Goes to Italy, he falls in love. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like a whole side story that you're there, like, okay, cool. Yeah, there's no eeriness, no suspense. You're like, all right, cool. He's in Sicily chilling. When I first yeah, watched yeah. it, I did not think that. Like, I was just kind of like, why, why is this here? Like, you're kind of like, kind of like at first, I was like, oh man, I was like, can we go back to like the cool stuff? I was like, and then the yeah, car blows up, and you're like, boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, there it is. You know, it goes from asking the the dad if he can marry the daughter to car exploding when she's learning how to drive. But then you're like, okay, I feel like it's it's cool to see that he was able to get in, like Michael was able to get in and get out of the business so quickly. And then you're like, okay, he's fine, but you know, it comes at a cost of him leaving. You know his wife, and then he has to go all the way to you know Sicily, and then you're like, all right, that kind of sucks. There's some negatives to it, but you got out of it, which is crazy to think about. And then it just follows him, and then you realize that you know not only has he turned from like an outsider to now, you know, like a soldier for them, but now he's becoming like the top guy to get because he committed the crime. Yeah, yeah. I think I think for for um. For them to send him there was for his protection, obviously. Everyone knows that. But I want to talk about Apollonia. That lady was a was oh my was like magnificent to like just to watch her on screen. She was truly, truly just a beautiful woman, like on screen. Like I I I felt like I felt like Michael. Like I got hit yeah. by the thunderbolt. You know, like it, it was. It, it's just insane. And it's better um, than K. Yeah, yeah, way, oh, yeah. Better than K. Better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, my I think that's like, why oh, I K so much. She's so pretty <laughs> that he falls in love with her when she's walking with a basket in her hand. Yeah, he's like, right. Yo, who's this? And what does she look like naked? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, it's funny. Is is that? It, it it takes again. It, this is what a good a good movie does is that it takes you and lets you focus on that story, lets you focus on that piece of information, because prior to that, prior to that, you you know, and I, I think we we might have missed this, but prior to that, you have Sonny going with Carlo. Like you you had yeah. this scene here yeah. again, amped up violence. Carlo's beaten on a on a pregnant woman, and. Then you have the Michael love story, and it's yeah. just like I, I'm there for it all. Like that's that's how I that's how I view this. It's like, man, I, I am like I want more. I want more of each scene. <laughs> like there's yeah. just not enough you can you can put in there. The movie wasn't um, long enough at two at three hours. The movie's not long enough. <laughs> <You want more? laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. And you know, 
what's tragic obviously is that you you kind of in those you know short five to ten minutes i don't know what the scenes were with apollonia but you fall in love with the character you say you know she's just you know he's in love it's 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 very romantic she's got that broken english monday tuesday wednesday yeah, you know, she's doing true. the whole thing yeah. yeah you know like they give her little things that you start to fall in love and you go oh i love this character they fucking blow her up. <laughs> that that scene though, right before the car blows up, when he knows oh. the car is gonna blow up, is yeah. So when good. he turns around over his shoulder and he's like, "No," and then that's the end of that. Yeah, and the bodyguard and just you, slides to the fence. Well, and yeah, he's like, "Fabrizio, where are you going?" And he Fabrizio, just like Fabrizio, looks, he, like, he looks back. Yeah. He's like, "Fuck you, I'm out, peace." Yeah, I'm just, out. Yeah. <laughs> did my job. And then Michael turns around and he just knows right there that you know, oh, but he's got a backup God. plan in the United States. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he comes back. He comes it's back fine. and he goes with Kay. But yeah, yeah. Um, what was what was it, it, again? It wasn't um, that it was cool, but it was like the realistic was there was that dummy hanging off the car. Like I don't know if yes. you remember seeing like, they yeah, blow yeah. the car and yeah. you see kind of like the body there, which I was like, I was like heartbroken. I'm like that that sucks, man. This guy just watched his wife get blown he, up, and then he has to go back home to Kay. Yeah. Like, oh my god he's like i gotta go back to this and wasn't she like 18 years old she was i think so i think she was yeah, really she young. like she was yeah she's like 18 or something yeah yeah and it's but, dead. but but she would have been a true um kind of italian style wife like like the don had like his wife yes well, i was just about um, to mention her too she plays a good character too just a little oh bit you god. see her here and there yeah you know it's great it's great yeah, she she's um, but again, it, it it's 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 how sort of women were kind of depicted at the time, right? Yes. It, she was very loyal to the family. She kept her nose out of the business. She knew what it yeah. was, but she doesn't but know. Never. Doesn't know. <laughs> you well, don't I, question I mean, I, me, right? She doesn't get. She no. doesn't stick her nose in. She doesn't want to know. No, that's not her role. Her role is to knock on the door. But hey, you guys want tea, coffee? No, mm -hmm. all right. How you doing? Exactly. You know? But then she, but she, in the back of her head, she also knows she's the most powerful woman woman in the state of New York. Exactly, she knows. You know, she can walk down any alleyway in the dark, and she's fine. Yeah, yeah. you know. So, and that's got to make you feel some sort of way to know that you are the most protected woman in this where you live. There's nobody well, apparently not because she got blown up. But well, no, I know no, I'm no, talking no. about the um, the Don's wife. The, oh the, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. you're the you're the most besides her. I mean, obviously not because she gets her ass whipped, but you're you're the most protected woman on in the state. Mm -hmm. That that's got to make you feel a certain type of way. Yeah, and, and this calm. Like and this Carlo him. guy, right? This fucking Carlo guy. Fucking like, prick. what is his problem, man? Like, like you you have the world at your feet. You married the Don's daughter. I mean, let you got, you. and they yeah. let, you, and they're going to give you a living. <laughs> they're going to make you, you know, uh, you know, Financial. be able to earn. But yeah. never tell him about the family business, right? No, he said you give him a living, but he never tell him about the family business. I love how he actually got beat up, like by yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually whoops his ass. But this yeah. scene right here is great too. Yeah, so right sad too. Well, well, Carlo, Carlo is the catalyst for Sonny's demise. He, they play, you know. Uh, Brazzini plays on Sonny's um, shortcoming, which is his anger, his temper. 
And so he knew, he told Carlo, just beat that guinea princess up. And I'm telling you, um, I, I, I mean, Sonny had, I mean, it, it was telegraphed. It was telegraphed that, that but it telegraphed because I've seen it, you know, but yeah, like yeah. the first time, I'm like, what the hell's going on? Just told booth. This guy just dropped a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> and then he drops underneath the window. He drops underneath the wood. Oh my you shocked. Know? I was shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Then they block him in. Yeah, yeah that's it, just messed up. They got but he he goes out the way he's supposed to go out. Not an execution to the head, not a fucking quiet death. You got but lit everybody up. Yeah. You got wet I mean, up by the whole crew. Yeah, he see, this is this is where Francis, like the storytelling is, is perfect. Like this is how he's supposed to die. Mm -hmm. This is yeah. how this man is supposed to die. Like this is how it's supposed to go down. Like aggressive, um, like just literally like his attitude is like mean, like yeah. just angry. He, There's like He died like he lived. Yeah. He died like he yeah. lived. You, you mean he was a hothead and he got what was coming to him. I, I love the fact oh, that and it doesn't show right it here. Yeah, it, it didn't show it there, but I love the fact that after they shot him up and he was down, they shot him some more and then they kicked mm -hmm. him in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how he would handle the situation, too. Yeah, if there was flopped, that would have been him. If flopped, he would have done the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but see, that's, again, the little, the little pieces and nuances of realism that they got from knowing people in, in the mafia, knowing people in the mob that they could talk to and get guidance from to say, what would you have done? I'm telling you, the guy is dead. You know, a thousand squibs. He got shot, yeah. you know, with every every fucking bullet they can think of. A loafer to the face. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, he he got a couple of shots while he was down. Yeah. And then the guy after he was done shooting, he just kicked him right in the face. I'm like, man, that that's like cold blooded, man. I love yeah. that. But it, but you know, it, it, it was sad. And this again, the, this is why Barla Brando's performance. Oh, this scene right here. Yeah, I uh, mean. My boy, look what they look did to my boy. But they they massacred my boy, right? And that scene at the wedding we missed too with this guy with the fucking funeral home director when yep. he asks him to kill the the rapist of his daughters of his daughter. Mm -hmm. And what did he say? He's like, you don't even ask me for a cup of coffee. You never once called me as a friend, and not once have you called me the Godfather. Yeah. What is? Yeah, I mean, it's, and this it's, is all he had to do to repay the favor. You got off easy. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. This is all you had to do. I mean, and the, you know, it was pretty like when they pulled back the shroud, they do kind of show his uh, you know, I guess it's in makeup and stuff. There is you see how his hands are right there? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just levels of realism to the to the movie that you know, and you see the Undertaker's face, like he's like, "Oh shit. Yeah. I've got my work ahead of me. Like this is this is not going to be easy." Um. Yeah, you see, there's his face right there. He, he he's you know, and then you know, Brando, just again, Brando with small movements of the eyebrows and the the, the mannerisms. Yeah, I mean, does it? Yeah, I mean that's in that's the offer scene when he turns into Vito Corleone from Marlon yeah. Brando is the camera angles they use. The uh, they use the mirror to show you what he's doing. It's it's just shoe polish and cotton balls. Yeah, 
And he and he turned into the Don. He turned yeah, into he that turned character. Into the Don. Yeah. And then you know, I think he tells Hagen at that point, arrange a meeting of the families. Yeah. Arrange a you know, let's get everybody together, and let's 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 squash this out because now he wants Michael back and he and wants him back safely. This scene is based on a true story. They really tried to do this in real life at the Appalachian meeting. They try to get the head of every Costa Nostra United States in one room to completely split the United States once and for all. Yeah. And the cops got a tip on it and arrested like 26 head members of the Costa Nostra families, which is, we can only imagine how big they would have gotten if that meeting actually would have happened. And they oh, would have exactly. evenly, if they would have evenly divided the country and said no war, we we can control everything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you'd have some bloodshed, but it would not be yeah. at the, the no. mass level. But but yeah, I think this is where you know Brazzini sort of shows his hand, right? And this is because I, I've heard a lot of analysis of, of how does how did Don uh, Don Corleone figure out that it was Brazzini, and I think this is where. He tips his hand. I think this is where he's sitting at the head of the table. He's kind of calling the shots. He's got a confidence about him. And I think I think Don Corleone can see that. I think he he senses that this this guy had to be the guy pulling the strings. Because yeah. Tatalia couldn't have done it by himself. No. Nope. Because mm-hmm. I think he called it because Tatalia's a pimp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He says Tatalia's yep. a pimp. There's no way he could have pulled this off without the backing of somebody else. Right there during that meeting is when Vito Corleone realized that when did he think he became me? Right, exactly. This this is my show. You're just a cameo in an episode, you know, and it's just oh I think Yeah, and 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 I think I think I love the fact when he says, um, I'm a very superstitious man. So if uh if Something should happen to fall on Michael, or yeah, God forbid something. He goes, I will not be very forgiving, or something like that. He, he laid down the law, it's like no one touches Michael, yeah, and that's he's supposed it. to be neutral. He's not, you know, he wasn't he, supposed to get into it. No, you know, you're part of the family, but you're not part of the family. You're a Carleone, yeah. but you, you're, mm-hmm. you're not, you know. And I think at this point, Michael still wasn't calling shots. I think at this point, he was Michael, working for. Well, Everybody Michael else. did his part. Yeah. He yeah. did his thing and he got in trouble. Yeah. And he had to be, you know, protected. But yeah. he wasn't I don't think I don't think at this point they thought he was the head of the family. I think they they understood that he was a civilian that was caught in the crossfire here. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. it was it was still Clemenza, Tessio, and and uh all these guys um that were still running the show for the Don. Mm-hmm. So I think that was that was genius because when after that meeting, and I, I think there's a time pass, right? There's a there's a time lapse that happens because Michael comes back and he meets with Kay. I think, and then she asks him, "How long you been back?" And he's like, "I've been back a year." Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, try but, to find another piece of tail first. <laughs> but I think I think what what that I think what that does is that <clears throat> it gives him time to learn. From his dad, right, and to, to understand the business, and when he was ready to, then he thinks he had everything under control. He could bring Kay back into the fold because it's still too dangerous for her to be uh, part of that. So, you know, again, just the 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 change, and I like again, 
it's exposition. Like they had to explain how all of a sudden he's showing up looking like, you know, in the suit and the hat and everything. Slicked hair. All of a sudden, yeah. right? Like, and that's yeah. why when they're talking, it's like, I've been back a year. Okay. Yeah. So time has passed and you've learned the, you learned the business. I will say so, that there is a like super uh, bird. I don't know if you saw it, but there's a, like a super in-depth like um, analysis on like the different stages of, Michael's life. I forget what the YouTube channel is. Oh, it's uh, just an observation. That's them. But they okay. go through. They go through the first movie, and they show the three different stages that he has, going from like the like the goody two shoes like soldier to like the the head of the family, and then they explain it in two. They do part two as well. So I don't know. If you, I just thought because it explains Michael so much better, and it gives such a good like. It, it almost like it's an appreciation for him, but it's it's amazing how people how they break it down and they show like the different parts of him and how he changes and like where his loyalty changes from like uh, K to um, to the family like towards the end of the movie. But yeah, <laughs> definitely check that. I'm gonna have out. to give that. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to give that yeah, a watch. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, and there's so many documentaries and so many like behind the scenes, um, like like things that are out there about this movie that you can, you can, we can watch for days, days on end. Yeah. Just to, and then the sequel know. is just as good, if not better, better. than yeah, the original, I mean, depending on who you ask, it's just as good, if not better than the original. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's, that's an achievement in itself. Like, like you've, you have the movie, like literally the movie is considered it's AFI's top, top, Top two or three, like it's like up there. Yeah. Like, I think it's it's number two. I forgot what number one is, but it's number two. Citizen Kane, I think, is number one. Yeah, or something like that. Mm. which I which I watched. And Citizen Kane is mid, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, compared yeah. to The Godfather, yeah. yeah, exactly. No, but I mean, it's 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 considered a classic. You know, must watch. You know, it's been it's going to be preserved in the archives of of all film history for the rest of its life. It'll be the only uh, movie Hollywood never touches to remake. Exactly. Exactly. Everything and else so, can be retouched, redone, but that'll never be, never. And, you, mm -hmm. and I and I will tell you, it's blasphemy. You you can't you can't touch this movie. You can't remake this uh, movie. Um, no. Sure, you can build from the lore, right? If you want to, like, yeah. do a, uh, part three. <laughs> and you know what? I think I think in, I think for this this uh, for the podcast, I think we're going to probably do part two, and we'll do part yeah. three. And I know, honestly, you know, just as a preview to that, part three, unfairly, unfairly, it's a, it's a good movie. Mm -hmm. If it's a standalone movie, right? it's top tier. You call it The yeah. Godfather Part 3 and it gets criticized against the greatest two movies ever made. It's so, hard to beat it three times in a row. 25 yeah. years later. Yeah. But but again, you, you have the movie that is a pop culture phenomenon. It's quoted. It's It's... It's referenced. It's in everything, and you have to follow that up. Like even yeah. making part two should have been uh, like a tall task. Like shit, yeah. how are we gonna? How are we going to topple the greatest movie that's ever been made? Uh, again, they didn't know that at the time, but like yeah. it, it, it was very successful. Just do the um, same thing again, right? Just do the same right. thing again. And I like that and it's then, not a sequel; it's a continuation. It's part yeah, two. Part two to the yeah. original story. It's not Godfather two. It's part two. 
exactly. watch it. And, you know? <laughs> now, um, so then again, so we get, you know, Michael taking over. We get the Don just kind of, you know, coaching him along. Um, Hagen is slowly being phased out a little bit. And mm -hmm. this is kind of starts the transition for Hagen as the, you know, there's future plans for him. But um, people are questioning. And I think they're questioning. I think Tessio and Clemenza are both. I think they, they say to the Don, like, I've never once asked you to form my own family. But I ask you today because they, they did not trust in Michael. And Michael yeah. remembers that shit. Michael remembers that shit because you did that in front of him, in front of his his, his dad, right then and there, yeah. and that's something that I, I think people sleep on is like you you fucking like this is the, like Michael is the most ruthless Don that's ever going to be you know on film, yeah, and you questioned his ability in front of him, in front of his dad, yeah, like in front know. of the smartest Don to ever be, yeah, right, you know? right. This guy was so so smart and thinking about the long term that he adopted Hagen just mm -hmm. to turn him into a lawyer. And since he's yep. not family, he can legally defend them in court. Yep. And you keep him out of certain conversations and he can defend you better than anybody else that will ever be a lawyer. Yep. Yeah, you, you, you championed a lawyer. And he knows the business. And he knows, he knows the business he knows inside the business. And Inside and out, so he knows exactly what they can legally do, and he has a defense before they even get caught. Yep, yep. So it, it again, that I think goes into, um, I think I think when when Don Corleone says no, you trust my judgment, then you trust Michael. I think that's when Tessio turned. Yep. I think Clemenza was was going to be honorable, and, and I think that's, I think he said that he says Clemenza's loyal. He's a soldier, and he's loyal. Tessio was the smart one, and it, yeah. it's it, and it was it was about business for Tessio. And the minute he didn't get his family, he didn't get the, the, the thing he thinks he deserved. He went to Brazzini. <laughs> yeah. So, I think that's kind of the. I think I love that aspect of it where you're now starting to form alliances. You're starting, you know, the Don is 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 retiring. And Michael is now the head of the family. And he's, you know, again, he's just a different, different breed. He's yeah. a different guy. Um, more calculated, more, more ruthless, uh, yeah. more cutthroat. Um, and then you, you meet Mo Green over here. It's fucking. <laughs> I, I didn't want to miss. He's uh, like, you smacked my brother in public? You got to straighten cocktail waitresses two at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I had to strain them out. You had to strain them out. <laughs> yeah, the cocktail waitresses. Yeah. What do you say? his look. Like, uh... <laughs> when he looks at him and says, You smack my brother in public, you got to yeah. strain him out. Yeah, he's. Oh. Uh... You know, you, you would have thought this movie came out in like 98 by how good of a movie. You would have thought there would have yeah. been great. That, you know, but like, they didn't even. They didn't have no inspiration. There was no fucking movie that they could have taken any of this from. 100% original, and this is what we get. Yeah, exactly. You know, you get Dr. Evil petting a cat on Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
like again, the the Mo Green thing is 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 great because it, now again, I don't know that they were going to make a part two. I don't think they were. No, or it was they, just they, so they, successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but it interlaces and and leaves the story where it can continue. The Mo Green thing yes. is the first thing is the first hint that yeah. they're going to expand. And I I know it was just to sort of show Michael's ambition, right? To show that he wants to be go beyond New York. Yeah. Um and go and be legal. Right, right. The, the whole yes. thing about being legitimate, right? Um Yeah, being legitimate, yep. But it sets up the Nevada move and it sets up part 2 which again, genius. You know, again, yeah. I, I don't I don't think they did it on purpose. I just think it was because the was movie could have ended right there. That could have been yeah. it. That could have been the end of the story, and you would have been just as satisfied as, as if we didn't get a sequel. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it was it was great to see them kind of expand and show that Michael is expanding. Now, you know, the next part that happens is kind of you know it's a sad part, and it's it sucks because Don Corleone is is a loved character, um, but it's 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 his time to go. Like you're just yeah. of old age, and he's he's playing with this with the, his grandson, which is just tragic. That is, is it, you know, he died the with his grandson. Right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you have this this whole sequence of him falling, and you know, again, it's it. He lets you breathe. Francis lets you breathe for a little bit. You think it's just funny. He's doing the boo. You know, he's scaring him with the oranges in his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The face. Yeah, he punches the mouth. He, he, he has bull of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I hit him with the Hasbula. And you know, and again, the the I, I think we didn't see it coming, right? It it just you know, you wouldn't think it was gonna happen, but it happened and it was sad. And then that's when Michael goes full full blast. Yeah. And you know, prior to that, the Don told him the guy who comes to you offers you protection is the guy who's who's gonna betray you. And it was it was Tessio, a eh? pagoda, yeah. and that that's because that's what they do. They walk up to a store owner, offer him protection. If not, they're gonna turn on you. So he tried right. to pull a him. He tried to pull a one of them on one of them, and he he knew it was coming before it even happened. And now yeah. for nothing, the third movie would have been better if that grandson would have became the next Don, and they could have oh, referenced yeah. that scene right there as you know. I see my grandfather die. What do you think I was gonna become? Exactly, that, that and then you know, dirt. as much as we give shit to Sofia Coppola for being in um, part three, that's <laughs> Sofia oh, Coppola uh, right there. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> she's the she's the baby in the in the movie. Um, oh, that's cool. Well, I didn't even notice that. That's, yeah, that's cool. Sofia Coppola. So wow. she was in huh? the original Godfather. <laughs> hey, she was that's better crazy. in the first one. Oh my god, that's a that's that's a great joke. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good one. She was yeah. better in the first one. She was that's, a fucking that's infant. great. That's great. <laughs> I'm about to say they, that randomly. I, I just, three... They just did it. They just did her dirty yeah. in the third one. I'm gonna post that randomly on Facebook three years from now. And I'm tagging you in it. You better remember. Yo, she was better in the first one. I'm gonna tag you in the first one. I think when we that's if we, if we rewatch these, that's we're gonna have to make that joke. Yeah, <laughs> that that yo that joke is the highlight of the whole episode. That's it right there. Clip it. Yeah. 
Flip it. <laughs> I won. I, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Now, again, the eyes of, of Al Pacino, the, the look. Mm. Take the first scene you saw him in, doe-eyed, innocent, uh, you know, war hero, just just a, a nice guy to this. To this. To, I, mean, I think the slick back hair does it for me. It really makes at, him like a mean guy. Like he looks like he's committed plenty of sins. Like what makes him look sinister? It's the he's hair. looking at it through his eyebrows. Yeah, he's looking yeah. the way he the up. way he looks up is that's crazy. His head is down and he's looking at her through his eyebrows. Is is super menacing. Like he may be looking up, but you're the one that has to look up to him. Like that's. That's crazy. It's crazy to yeah. think about that. Yeah. Just with that look that he has. But they say that to... that's. I don't know if the, he meant to do this, but they say if you're trying to intim- intimidate somebody during a conversation, is to look at them through their eyebrows. Yeah. They, yeah. And then they're always like, "What the fuck is this dude looking at?" He's looking past me. He's not looking at so, me. So yeah. So I don't know if that's uh, on purpose, but that is a psych uh, psychological trick that you can pull on somebody. Yeah, I mean, but but the intensity and, and again, it's Al crazy. Pacino. Al Pacino in this performance, again, from Broadway and from, you know, working park shows, whatever the fuck he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. To, to this, I mean, this is the, again, I, I, I posted, um, I posted a TikTok um, when I was watching Godfather 2, um, where the entire scene, it was a three or four minute scene, was nothing but eye contact and nothing but just, and, and Al Pacino delivers the entire message of the scene without was the saying. Beginning a word. of three? Was it beginning of three? No, it was it was the the end of two when just before he kills Fredo. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There, it, yeah. There's just music. It's music, and them yeah. looking at each other, like mm-hmm. Fredo looking at him, him looking at Fredo, yeah. and then him looking at um, the, whoever uh, the guy was. Yeah, I forgot yeah, the guy who kills him on the boat. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, and, and, and so. Yeah, he, Go ahead, Bert, you get ahead. this. You get this look in part two during the the party when he tells Fredo, "I know it was you." you oh you my god, that whole scene. Yeah, I know. But then he says, "You get in the car. You're still my brother." And Fredo's like, "I don't know if I should believe you." And he, no. I think he was really like, "Dude, get in the car, like because yeah. I'm gonna kill you." These He's Cubans like, aren't gonna kill else you. To do it. You come with me. I'm still your brother. And Fredo said, "Now fuck you." No, exactly. I'll take my chances with the Cubans. And, uh, you know, yeah, and he also turned his back on the family there, which is a, you should have just got in the car. Even if yeah. you were to die, you're going to die anyway. So just get in the fucking car. Exactly. But this yeah. is the, the famous scene where, you know, do you renounce Satan, right? Do you... Uh, I do. And, and I do. And then he is capping fools left and right. Yeah. He's taking out the heads of the five families. But um, they don't believe a- they're doing anything wrong. No. They do it for a purpose. They're mm-hmm. soldiers. Yeah, I mean, that one was a good kill. That's a good yeah, kill. yes. You know that's what's yeah. crazy about the whole thing is they really go to church every Sunday. They 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 pray. They wear crosses because they're not doing anything wrong in in their mindset. They're doing yeah. it to sit for them, like it's to help yeah. them in the end. Well, they yeah, had to. They had, it's family above everything. They when they yeah. make you a made man, they tell you that. Oh. It's us, and then every- oh yeah, this one was good. I mean, Tessio, Tessio just has to plead. Now remember, like I said, 
Remember, Tessio and Clemenza both challenged him. You you think you think you think Michael's going to give you any bit of of leeway leniency? Yeah, nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. He killed his brother, his own brother. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and you don't think he's going to off you? Yeah, and Tessio said, "Hey, for good for old times' sake, <laughs> Tom, can you get me and off the hook, knows. Tom?" Yeah. And he knows. Yeah. But again, it's the actors, man. Like, like you, you feel every bit of the emotion that they're that they're feeling. Yep. And then this, the, this is one of my favorite scenes because we know that Carlo was involved in planning Sonny's demise, but we don't know to what extent who who the people are. And he tells him, he's like, Carlo, I, I'm Godfather to your son. You think I'm gonna? You think I'm gonna? You know, make my my sister a widow? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> but and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, and he says it with a straight face, and he's like, "Just tell me the truth because it insults my intelligence." Yes. And Carlo falls for it, man. He's like, Fuck, "Yeah, I, I did it. It was Brazzini." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Carlo wasn't built for this life. <laughs> no, that, that. no, their dad. Their dad knew that. He said, yeah. "Of course, give him a living, but never tell him the family business." Yeah, he, he was not he was not made for the business. Yeah. That's for Neither sure. It was Fredo. No, no, he wasn't. Yeah. Sonny and Michael would have been the best duo if Sonny lives, and they're yeah. one two. That that would have been. I don't know. Yeah. I like I like um, what's his name? The lawyer in. Um, well, I don't, I don't mean like for the quality of the movie, but for the quality of the family. If Sonny lives, that yeah. one two punch is crazy. That's the real yin and yang. Yep. You know, and then you Sonny have would this, have been, yeah. Oh, this scene right here. Yeah, but you go ahead. You said if Sonny if Sonny would have been around, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this right here, ultra violent right here, like like realism. Yeah. And then you know, again, Talia's performance in this. You know, she's pleading with Michael. I know you did it. You know, yeah. I look at the papers. That's your yeah. husband. That's your husband. Like like yeah. she's like I am. I am yep. sold at that point. Um, I give you, you I know, give you one chance to ask me about my fucking... I give you one chance to ask me about my business. Right. Did you kill him? No. Yeah, and... and <laughs> I didn't specifically. Look at Michael. He's trying to control everything. And that's that's Michael's... That's Michael's... His MO. his MO is to have control of the entire situation. And that's yeah. why he's he's so scary. And he yeah, loses and control he... here. Oh, great. I won't. I won't. And see, that's this is the character break that that makes Al Pacino, you know, one of the greatest actors. It's like you again, you know that he needs control. Yes. He needs to control every aspect. The, the character needs to control. K puts him out of control. Like yep. he's You've, we've never seen Michael react in He's an the emotional one that way. She, that he can't control. No. Right. You only really see him get like this here and when they shoot at his house. Right, right. And that's in when part two because... That whisper to yeah. one yell back to a whisper and, and you know you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And then she asked him, like, did you, did, you know, did you kill did you kill Carlo, right, I think? And she, he's yeah. like, nah. Not yeah, close. Close the door. Yeah, but that—that's the line before that when he tells her um, when he's like, "I'll give you one chance to ask me about my fa the family business," and then he lies to her. 
Yep. The one I'm opportunity right she had with yep. And listen, Clemenza is thanking his fucking lucky stars right there. He's yep. kissing yeah. his ass. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happens when you're when you're a real soldier. When you really do yeah. what the rules tell you to do, you'll be fine at the end of the day. Yep. And and again, Clemenza kisses the ring. Yep. He accepts the Don Corleone and uh the new Don. And again, greatest close to a movie right here. Well, Music okay. hits. Fuck you, cool. K. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's all she wrote for you. But it's just such a fitting end to the character. Um and again, you like you said. We could have ended the movie right then and there, and it could have been no other sequels, and it's the greatest movie ever made. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, and as far as I know, as soon as they got the original box office numbers, they went into production for the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, 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 like it, was, it was like the next day. They got it in the newspaper, and they were like, all right, yo, we can start filming tomorrow. And that was that. Was that. They, everybody back together to do it one more time. And I think, I think in, in the offer, we find out Ruddy had set up uh, deals with um, with different companies, yeah. So that so they can have everything ready for part two, yeah. Um, and again, he was leveraging. He was leveraging that the movie yeah. was going to be good. <laughs> yeah. See, Ruddy kind of you know in, in the offer anyway. They compare him to the mafia during what he's doing and how he's getting shit done. You know. Yeah. And then when he really can't get something done, he calls Carlo Gambino when he really can't do it. Yeah, you know he get he gets help. Yeah. He gets help. And fun fact: so, this movie is the first time we see the made man um, ceremony. We've never seen oh, that the, when the prick of the finger and the burning of the card. Mm -hmm. This is the first time that's ever been seen by somebody who hasn't been in that room in real life. Yeah, yeah. And again, the realism they, they had the the people that could tell them, "Hey, this is how we would do it. This is what we would yeah. do." Um, because you know, Francis didn't know about this, he just knew about some things. And, yeah. and you know, Mario Puzo for, for putting the story together, you know, I think he had said it. These are things that he saw in his neighborhood. He yeah. was writing about the neighborhood in which he lived. And you know, when he rewrote the screenplay, um, there was a lot of input that was given to him. But but again, P Puzo is is great in his own remark. I mean. Um, I love the fact that Puzo gets to write Superman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is really weird. As a it's as a, like a result from of this movie, like he gets to write Superman. Yeah. Um, and they paid him a lot of money, and he he didn't do anything other than say, "I'm the writer of The Godfather." Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Of the, and, and you know, you know. And, and and I'll say this: the first Superman was it was good, and Puzo put together a good story. But Superman 2 was way better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like in the offer, what do they say? He goes, uh, this book is this book is making the Bible nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it sold so many copies that it, at one point it was on pace to pass the Bible in sales, which is fucking remarkable. Yeah. It's insane. Every hotel drawer has a Bible, and this yeah, book I was like, hey, beat that. <laughs> that's crazy. You write you write a movie about a family. Yeah, exactly. You write, a, you, write a, you write a family movie. So, um, so again, that's that's kind of the synopsis. We've kind of went through the whole movie. Is there anything that we missed, Birdie? That you that you like loved about this movie? Is there anything that we missed or that we didn't cover? 
the Luca Brasi murder. Oh yes, yes. And they stab his hand on the bar and then choke him. His face was like so you like, know, disturbing. And, and you kind of had the feeling that the Don knew he was sending his friend in to not come back out of that room. And Luca yeah, Brasi was- kind of had the feeling that I might go into this room and not come back out. But that's the but one was, person that he would do that to. Do that for and then the he, fish. He was loyal. He was loyal to the Don. And Luca yeah. yeah. Brasi. But, but even when even when he told him, he's, and, and you know they repeat this beat in part three, by the way. Um, but he told him, tell him you're not happy with the Don. Tell him tell him you want to. Yeah. And even when he was there, he didn't say he wasn't happy. He was just like, so what's in it really for me? What the fuck it, you yeah. got for me? Yeah. He was kind of yeah. brazen about the whole thing. And I think yeah. he knew. He may not walk out of there. Because <laughs> even even when he knew it was better for everybody, he couldn't say, I'm not happy with this man. Yeah. You know, which is like crazy. You yeah, know? exactly. And, you know, there's a whole backstory to them, too, that we don't know about. You know, there's a whole list of things that they have done for each other that we have no idea of why he's so loyal to that man. What has, there's, what there's, has your, there's your prequel right there. Right there. The Luca Brasi fucking... Vito Corleone story. You'd you'd have to you'd have to just cast an actor to be Luca Brasi, but you'd have to have Vito as like a ominous character in the background. You couldn't have like someone playing Vito. You just have to be like, no, Vito. Vito sent you on this on this thing. <laughs> I pulled my laptop. So oh shit! All right, we're gonna wrap up, man. We're gonna wrap up anyway. Um, all right. So, uh, parting shots. Uh, anything? Um, before we, we adjourn the podcast, again, we had a lot of fun breaking down this movie. We talked about our favorite parts, the favorite scenes. There are so many nuances to this movie. Uh, again, if you have not watched this movie or you haven't seen it in a while, go back and watch it. It's available on 4K in every format. I think Paramount Plus is still playing it. I think streaming. Um, I believe they are. Uh, if not, you can rent it for like four ninety nine. I mean, come on. Which is a blast. I mean, it should still be ten bucks at least. It should still pay <laughs> <laughs> a premium for this movie. Yeah. Um. So, uh, uh, Birdie, any any parting shots? Anything else? Uh, no. Uh, thanks for having me. Look forward to part two. You know. All right. So yeah, we're, we're gonna right come back episode. for part two. Uh, Big Poppy Angie, you got anything? I'm definitely coming back for part two, but it's my favorite <laughs> movie ever. For sure, for sure. Listen, guys, I want to thank you guys for coming on the Be Kind Rewind podcast. It was a blast to have some drinks and talk about the greatest movie ever made, uh, The Godfather. Um, you know, I often say that, you know, I, again, I'll say The Godfather is one of the greatest movies ever made. And even it, even though it's not my favorite movie, um, my favorite movie is, is, not, is not comparable. Like, again, I have... Love What's of movies movie, for Lama? different. Re- What's that? Yeah, what is it? What's your favorite movie, Lama? My favorite movie, is Scarface. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, oh, that's, okay. Uh, it, yeah. yeah, my favorite movie of all time is Big Scarface. But, yeah. Fun but fact: um, box office flop. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. I, I would tell flop. you, Great Scarface is far from perfect. It's a far from perfect movie, and I I, I love it. Um, <laughs> I think I think you we lost the bird. <laughs> I think we lost the birdie. I think his, his laptop died. All right, well, guys, listen. Uh, I want to thank uh, Jay Birdie, even though he's on the screen. Thank yeah. you, Jay Birdie, for uh, being a part of the Be Kind Rewind podcast. 
Uh, we appreciate your insight and your input. We look forward to you uh, looking at The Godfather Part 2. That'll be a future episode that we'll be doing. If his laptop uh, popular... charges. Yeah. <laughs> his laptop died. Hopefully. <laughs> um, Big Poppy Angie, thank you so much for joining us thank on you. tonight's episode. Uh, again, The Godfather. Go out and see it. Guys, I am the Big Llama. This is the Big Llama Show. This is the Be Kind Rewind podcast. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like and subscribe if you're watching this on the YouTube channel. If you are listening to us on podcast, please make sure to give us a, uh, a good review on the podcast. Uh, a five-star review if you're on Apple Podcasts. If you're on Spotify uh, or any other medium, make sure that you give us a good review. And come back for future episodes. Make sure that you subscribe to our channels. Uh, guys, thank you so much. I'm the Big Llama. This is the Be Rewind Podcast. And uh, Be Kind Rewind, guys. It's movie night. And we're going to see you guys on the next one. First off, I don't care what you people say. Never follow rules. I'm a trendsetter anyway. Okay, I march to the beat of my own drum. They say I need rules in my life. Well, I got some. That's one. Kill the competition. Two. Be a loyal dog. Three. And if they snitching on your man, send them to the mall. Four. When you party, go hard till you hit the floor. Five. If you didn't see me do it, what the hell you asking for? Welcome to my world.